Welcome to Expresso Crime, a podcast all about crimes, short enough to listen to while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Hello everyone, today is Wednesday, so that means we have another episode of Expresso Crime. Today is episode 13, and it is about the Green River Killer. So we'll get started right away. So Gary Ridgway, also known as the Green River Killer, is the second most prolific serial killer in U.S. history, according to confirmed murders. So that would be right behind Samuel Little, who we talked about a couple weeks ago. So Gary was born on February 18th. 1949 in Utah and he was the second of three sons. His home life was slightly troubled with his parents violently arguing with each other. Uh, His father was a bus driver and he would often complain about the presence of sex workers. This might be notable as the story progresses. Until the age of 13, Gary had bedwetting problems and his mother would wash him after each accident. Gary later noted that this caused him to have conflicting feelings of anger and sexual attraction to her, and he actually fantasized about killing her as well. So Gary is dyslexic, and in high school, he was held back a year, and as a 16-year-old, he stabbed a 6-year-old boy. He led the boy into the woods where he then stabbed him, and thankfully the boy survived. His IQ is recorded as being in the low 80s, though he did graduate, and fresh out of high school, he married his girlfriend uh, Claudia. Gary would then join the U.S. Navy where he was sent to Vietnam. During this time he'd have sex with sex workers and contracted gonorrhea. His marriage would end within a year. In 1972 he entered into a second marriage. During this time he became religious along with having a son in 1975. The marriage lasted around eight years and ended in 1981. Women in his life reported that he would demand sex from them several times a day. He would often try to have sex in public and inappropriate places, along with in areas where his victims were later found. Gary had a love-slash-hate relationship with sex workers, often complained about having them in the neighborhood, but then using their services as well. In 1982, Gary was arrested on charges related to prostitution, with the majority of the murders occurring between 1982 and 1984. The victims were believed to have been sex workers or runaways that he picked up on the highway, who'd usually gain their trust by showing them a photo of his son and then engage in sex, and shortly after, Gary would strangle them. Most of his victims were killed in his home, truck, or secluded areas, with the majority of bodies being dumped around the Green River, which is where he gets the nickname from. In 1983, he became a suspect of the Green River killings, and the next year, he passed a polygraph test. A couple years later, in 1987, police took hair and saliva samples from him. The police formed a Green River Task Force to investigate the murders and then even interviewed serial killer Ted Bundy in 1984. Ted Bundy offered his opinion on the at-the-time unknown killer, suggesting the killer might be going back to the dump sites to have sex with the victims, so the police should stake it out if they found a fresh grave. Gary would often leave the bodies nude and posed, and would sometimes even return to have sex with the bodies. So, Ted Bundy was actually right on that suspicion. Uh, Gary explained that he did not find returning to have sex with them to be more satisfying, but it would decrease the need to obtain a living victim, which would result in limiting his exposure and being caught. Gary would sometimes contaminate the dump sites with gum, cigarettes, and written materials belonging to others. He even transported a few victim remains from Washington to Oregon to confuse the police. Most of the bodies were not found until only skeletons remained, so two victims are still unidentified. 
Throughout the 80s and 90s, it is believed Gary Ridgway murdered at least 71 teenage girls and women in Washington. Gary noted he has killed so many that he lost count. In 2001, the police arrested Gary while at work. He was arrested on suspicion of murdering four women nearly 20 years prior. In 2003, Gary entered a guilty plea to 48 charges of aggravated first-degree murder. As part of the plea bargain, he would be spared from execution in exchange for his cooperation in locating the remains of his victims and providing other details. Hikers have found remains and skulls of some of the victims throughout the years, even. That wraps up the Green River Killer, and we'll see you guys on Sunday. Thanks!